Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. And we're so glad you took the time out of your day to listen to our podcast today. And our podcast today is a very, very interesting topic. Mm -hmm. It is on how to stay clean in a dirty world. Because Lord knows that it is getting pretty raunchy out there. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I I know dirty is like an old, old school word. I mean, that's like way back grandma time. You know, it's like, (laughs) that's a dirty movie. It's like, you know, something like that. But it's so... um, so to throw back an old school term, mm-hmm. how do we how do we live in that? Because hey, we are we are pilgrims in a foreign world, yeah, and we absolutely. have to make our way through it, trying to shine our light and stay stay clean, stay shiny. Yeah, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Stay, stay cl- shiny, stay shiny. Ooh, that would make hey, a stay great shiny t-shirt. World. <laughs> T-shirt. I agree. Actually, I think that would be really. That would All be a right. Good I want that T-shirt. Stay shiny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I have to get that done. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll see what I can do. I know someone that makes T-shirts too. I'll, we'll have to see if she can make this. Stay shiny. <laughs> oh my god. I love that. But anyway, so we do. We have to stay shiny in a dirty world. And yeah. how do we do that? Because it's not easy. And I mean, well, it's easy with the Holy Spirit and God, but we do really have to be very wise. And um, and and so that's what today's podcast is about and it kind of came from psalms 119 yeah and um if you've ever looked at psalms 119 it's like if you plan to read it just get comfy cozy because it's 176 (laughs) verses yeah oh my goodness (laughs) you're gonna be there a while and um so we are not gonna go through every verse i promise (laughs) don't worry we're not gonna read the whole thing (laughs) that's right but there are specific verses actually Thank goodness in the beginning, too, mm-hmm. that you don't have to get to like 174, <laughs> 173. It's right at the beginning. It. It talks about trying to live in a, in a world that is not holy and be holy. Yeah. Because that's what Jesus told us. He said, be holy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to try to hopefully get to some um, things that help us. So in verse 10, this is what it says. Seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. So I think that's number one. If we want to stay clean in a dirty world, we've got to seek the word. Okay. Um. So I prepared something. Okay. Go for it. Can go I? Because you know oh I have God. to do definitions with Jess. That's right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> because you know. You know. Okay. I hope, hopefully I'm not the only one that when you dig into like the Greek and Hebrew meaning, it helps you understand, like open your mind a little bit more. So, um, so holiness is, you know a, what? wait a second, before yeah. we start, we need to get, when we, when we put this podcast out there, we need to get like a little ding sound. When oh, I do. Says, you don't watch our podcast? You do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to fess. I don't watch our podcast because I start getting overcritical about myself. Oh, about yourself, yeah. So I try not to watch them because otherwise <laughs> I'll just make myself crazy. I'm gonna. I didn't know Jessica, you were doing that. That yeah. is so awesome. I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, if you like that little, 
like bell or bell chime, you know, when Ding. I say definitions yeah, I love of justice. Okay, Go excellent. Go. Okay. All right. So holiness, what are we, what, what is it exactly? Um, it's a moral and ethical wholeness or perfection. Um, it's freedom from, from moral evil. Um, holiness is one of the essential elements of God's nature required of his people. So he, you know, requires us to be holy. The Hebrew word um, for holy is kodesh, and it comes from the word kodesh. And in simpler terms, it just means to be set apart for a purpose. So to be holy, we, and honestly, as God's children, we have been set apart for a specific purpose. You know, like God has called us. That's right. Um, so the Hebrew word for holiness also refers to a prostitute, kodesh. It's, yeah, all um, it's the first two were with a K and the, the this one is with a Q. So Kaddish okay. and that's a male temple prostitute, a male prostitute set aside for a special purpose. OK, so I know you guys are thinking, oh, a prostitute, like don't think of like the now prostitute, like on the street corner. <laughs> it's not like that. But we have been slaves to sin. Right. Uh-huh. And sold. Our bodies have been sold. But now Jesus has given us our life. So he has purchased us yeah. with his death. So we were prostitutes to sin and now we're not, right? That's right. Okay. That's right. Hopefully that makes sense. So because we are his chosen people set apart. That's set right. Set apart for his, his right. purpose. So I am a slave to Jesus now. Same. Yeah. Amen. So, hey, hallelujah. So that's, I think coming to that, you have to get that type of mind frame. Mm-hmm. That you are not you. Yeah, you're not your own. Yeah, you're not on your own. You're not some kind of lone wolf out mm-hmm. there doing it. You are a slave to Jesus. Yeah. And um, you have sold yourself to him by his blood when he died on the cross. So, yeah, yeah, perfectly. And um, so that's what you have to have that mind frame mm-hmm. to realize if you want to live a holy life. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else that really... Um, you know, we know that we have the Holy Spirit. We know that he is our comforter, our paraclete. This is what, you know, the Bible tells us. Mm-hmm. And so um, he comes along beside us to remind us of that, that we are not our own. And that I always think, okay, if I do this, the Holy Spirit sitting right there next to me. You yep. know, and I'm like, oh, hell, you know, embarrassing. I don't think I don't <laughs> really need to do that. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, in fact, I have a story about that later on in the podcast I'll share. But anyway, so. <laughs> The first thing in verse 10 is it says to seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. And so I think we have to have a hunger for it. You have mm-hmm. to say, you know what? I'm hungry to live holy. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to have anything to do with this. I don't want to um, be condescending or um, condemning to those that live that way yeah. because that's Jesus's problem. Right. I just want and and I just want to extend a hand and share with them how better to live, but I don't want to live that way anymore. That's mm-hmm. I want to live holy. You know, um spoiler alert, the bottom line here is complete surrender. As soon as you do that, you're good. You have holiness. You are holy. Um but so I wanted to discuss here just real quick um in my mind I feel like there are two kinds of holiness or two kinds of of people here, Christian people. And um, this does come from experience, so okay. yeah. sorry if I um, step on your toes a little bit. Well, we all have to go through it. <laughs> if we all choose, if you choose to live in holiness, you have to go through right. 
the death of self mm-hmm. and and it and it's a daily process daily i put this body down yes. baby hourly sometimes so yeah okay <laughs> all right so two types um the first is eternal internal sorry internal holiness so this is when you this is the best kind of holiness this is what we're aiming for we have you have complete surrender to god's will you want god's will for your life um and you ooze with joy of the Lord, even through tough circumstances. So, like, when life's not going your way, you're still, like, praising Jesus and you have joy. Like, that's – I kind of picture this as, like, um, you have that internal glow and it's just kind of – you're glowing all around, you know? And then the next one is external holiness, which you're faking it pretty much. Mm. Um you're legalistic, not, you don't understand God's grace for you and you won't surrender your own will to God's perfect will for you. And, um, what's funny about, well, not funny, but what's kind of sad is you would rather have the spotlight and rather, rather have the pats on the back and the title than actually be, um, have that internal holiness and surrender to God's will. Kind of like the Pharisees. Yeah, very much like they're the shiny Pharisees. and bright on the outside, but they got dead man bones on the inside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like for example, in or external holiness, those are people in the in the Bible like Cain and Lot and mm-hmm. Judas Iscariot, and the um, just three. I chose three. There's a lot that have in the internal holiness, but that's like John the Baptist, Abraham, and Paul. The Apostle well, let's Paul. go back and talk about Lot for a second because that's the one that when I think of someone in the Bible that kind of ticks me off it's lot <laughs> it's lot <laughs> so let's look at sodom and Gomorrah. let's look at lot yeah okay lot picked to live in sodom and gomorrah he didn't say god didn't say go to sodom and gomorrah right he picked it so if you want to live a holy life what the heck are you doing picking the grossest nastiest perverted town on the planet to go live in and it wasn't like his job sent him there right he he said i'll go there and um and then he was prospering there because he was doing deals and making he was yeah. living amongst them and um and you should read about what the perversion that goes on in there. I mean, it's pretty disgusting. And so it's gross. like Lot was not living a holy. Mm-mm. He was just living off of someone else's holiness. Right. And that is um so yeah, I mean that's my I have an issue with Lot. Don't, <laughs> don't ever mention his name or you're gonna get the rant on a whole lot. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> and and still God gave him grace because God made a way for, and mm-hmm. you know, when the, in the new Testament it says, I will make a way of escapes for you. Mm-hmm. He even made a way of escape for lot. Yeah. Because, and lot did choose it. You know, his wife didn't, she yeah. looked back and was like, Oh, and now she's staying there in a pillar. Still of salt. Sent, yeah. But he made a way of escape for lot to get out of that and change his life. So God always, 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 always provides mm-hmm. a way yeah. for you to live holy. You just have to choose it. Right. Yeah. That's good. So anyway, so then in verse 11, it says, I have hidden. Now, here's the key. Here's the key. Yes. You have to choose to live holy. That's number one. And number two is in verse 11, that says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That's it. It's the power of the word of God. Yeah. You got to read the Bible so that you know it's the it's the manual. Right. On how to live holy. I mean, it's the it's the spark that lights the fire. Mm hmm. Like, it's your it's your bread, you know? Like, it's life-giving. So, I don't know how you could not read the word. Yeah, it's, it's and, and it says this. It says this, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word is God. 
that is Jesus. Yes. You must read the word of God. There's just no, the Bible, there's no getting around it. Right. And, and you know what? There is now therefore no condemnation. So if you have to go out and get a verse, you know, a version that is, is not, a, I mean, I know, I'll, I'll fess up. King James is not my favorite version no, to read. me either. I mean, although uh, frustratingly, there are some verses I have memorized in King James, <laughs> but then makes me crazy. Yes. Because I got to find them in another, if I'm looking <laughs> for the address, I have to figure out how to find them and then go back to yes. the verse I like to read. But anyway, um, but, you know, there's, don't condemn yourself for looking for a version mm-hmm. that makes it easier for you to read. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just get it in you. Right. And then as you grow, you can, you know, get the more um, technical or um, closer to the Greek version you want and go for it. Yeah. But do not condemn yourself for that. Just get it and get it in you and start reading it because that is the source of life for you. Okay. Small soapbox. I know the passion translation and the message is really easy to read. But they are paraphrases. They're not the word. So if that's all you have, go for it. Like you're still getting the word inside of you. But get it. Get uh, my favorite translation right now is the Christian, the Holman Christian Standard, because it's a, it's really easy to read. And that's what we do for the youth. Like that's what we recommend the youth and to what read. Was that again? The, what? The, the Holman Christian Holman. Standard. Okay. I think sometimes it's Holman Christian. Sometimes it's just the Christian Standard Bible. Okay. So CSB. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to, there's no getting around it. You have to have to read the word. Right. And, um, you know, even if it's, you know, I, I've, I've told many a times how God started me out where he asked me to give him three minutes a day. Yeah. And, and so even if it means, for three minutes, I can carve out three minutes and read the Bible or whatever. You must, you must get the word in you because it's your, it's your river of life. Yeah. It's your source of food to sustain trying to live holy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, and then, the, then you get to verse 13 and it says, with my lips, I, requ- I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. So you're going to have to talk about Jesus. Yep. If you can't talk about him to people around you, talk about him to yourself till you get strong <laughs> enough to talk about him around people. Right. Um, you have to recount in your mind the wonderful things that he's done for you. You should have a list of testimonies that you can tell people. It's like, you know, I I teach a class, um, another class, and I tell the ladies, I say, listen, you got to have like a dozen testimonies in your back pocket that wherever you are mm-hmm. under what kind of ever situation you're in yes. you can just whip one of those out and say let me tell you what Jesus did yeah absolutely and then and then and then go for it and it doesn't have to be long-winded or you know two three minutes have an yeah, elevator yeah, speech you don't have to preach the sermon just say listen you know this is what happened to me and this is what God did for me yeah so I just want you to know you ought to have about a dozen of those in your back pocket that you can just whip out anytime you need any situation you got to talk about Jesus you yes. can't just keep it inside no you can't and that doesn't mean you have to be called to the ministry either no yeah. no not at all but you know what what holiness like living a holiness life gives us I have um four examples okay okay first is the fruit of the spirit yeah okay Imagine your life with the fruit of the Spirit growing and maturing. The fruit of the Spirit is, of course, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and Uh self-control. Okay, that's Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But it also, like, who doesn't want an increase in those areas? 
So being focusing your attention onto God's will and what he wants for you, your fruit of the spirit matures and grows. And mm-hmm. that's good. That's good to have more patience and and goodness and kindness. Right. <clears throat> Number two is um, blessings given to others. So a holy life also means you become a powerful and encouraging blessing onto other people. All right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like Abraham was to Lot. Excuse me. You know, yeah. Lot, Abraham was the one that had that was living holy and Lot was getting mm-hmm. the benefits off of it. So exactly. if you're if you're living a holy life, you ought to just be attracting people. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, some of them will be attracted just for the blessings. That others will be attracted because it's like, what do you have? Right. What's, what do you, what's, what, what's different what about you? What is that? Right. Yeah. What's right. that smell? Yep. That, you know? Yep. That's See? right. That's right. Um, okay. So number three is the presence of God. So when we live a holy life, God is within us in a personal and powerful way. He's near and he shares his insides and his will and he helps us live our li- life that he is calling us to. So we have that deeper presence of God. When we live a holy life, mm-hmm. not that you don't have it if you're still in sin, but let me tell you the difference in the hearing aid that we have when you're a first Christian to like being a mature Christian is like you can hear so much better. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Last one is eternal glory. So when Paul was thinking about his life, he said that we will experience an um eternal glory that far outweighs any pain, persecution, ridicule, and misunderstanding that we experience in this life. That's from 2 Corinthians 4.17. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, the blessings of, of holiness are yeah. never ending. And those are some perfect highlights. And, um, and it kind of dovetails actually with verse 14 that says, rejoice in following your statutes. In other ways, you know, when we're obedient to God, we stay clean because God doesn't mm-hmm. tell his children to sin. Right. So we, you know, when your flesh wants to, and of course the enemy, the devil comes along to try to mess you up. But when we rejoice in following God's statutes, we can, that's when you say, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you really mean it. Yeah. You know, it's like, thank you, Lord. Or, <laughs> you know, even if it's the little things, you know, that go on in your life where you realize that I'm, I have a. You know, unfortunately, I'm not the, I'm kind of clumsy. <laughs> and so I, uh, there are times where I will trip over something and, you know, I hit the floor and I'm like, thank you, Lord, that, you know, I didn't hurt myself. Yeah. I have a friend that she was out jogging, tripped over a crack in the concrete, oh, no. broke her wrist. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, you know, and so I'm just like, you know, those things, I'm not saying she wasn't living holy. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying, thank you, Lord, that you saved me from injury. Mm-hmm. You know, just always thanking him in everything, in yeah. good and in, and in the bad, because there's something good in the bad, too. Mm-hmm. And you can always tell when someone doesn't have Jesus in their hearts, because they can never see the good. Right. Amongst the bad. Right. Everything is bad. Yeah. If you wake up and you ha- you're having a bad day. Tell God what, like 10 things you're thankful for. I guarantee that your day will turn around yes. because you, you might be like, man, this outfit just does not look right. And you're thanking God for clothes to actually wear because sometimes people don't have clothes to wear. That's right. You That's know, right. so be, be grateful for what you have. That's right. So, and then, well, <clears throat> oh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and just remember you are loved. You are beautiful inside and out. 
you have a purpose and and you are so needed um and you are worthy and we just um pray a blessing um over each of you thank you guys so much for listening this is so much fun for us and um it's so much fun to look at the the reports of where people are listening from so um just know that um, we love you and